0: Hello, it is Friday, and this is Lisa Hawkins with Christian Warrior Woman. And today, we are going to be blessed, and I pray that God gives you revelation and gives you a new understanding about how you can pray and develop a relationship with the Lord, which in turn will help you to hear God. So today, I'm going to talk about a couple of ways That throughout the Bible, when whichever book you are reading, you will probably see these four ways that we can, that prayer falls into these categories. One, praising God. I'll give you a perfect example. If right now at your job, your boss came over and gave you and said, hey, you earned a thousand dollar bonus this month, your first word will probably say what? Praise God. Hallelujah. Right? You would be praising God for this blessing. The same way when you're in a relationship with your husband or your girlfriend and they come over and say, let let me buy you lunch. Let me do something special. You would feel elated and you would thank them and you would give them praise for giving you that gift. What's key to remember in praying to God is that the Lord wants a relationship with you. Many times in church and ministers and leaders, we do a poor job sometimes at describing and ministering about the importance of the relationship and many times the congregation can take on the rules and the strictness and the what you can do and what you can't do and it's about relationship when you are humble and wholeheartedly in a relationship with the Lord through reading the word through prayer and talking to God you gain the ability to hear him clearer. And hearing him clearer through our environment, through other people, there are so many ways that God talks to us, but I'm gonna stay focused on prayer. Excuse me. So our first is praising God. Our second is asking for God's forgiveness. And believe it or not, that probably is an everyday occurrence because none of us are perfect and we do things, we say things, we think things that may not line up with what the Holy Spirit will convict us and say, oh, you know, you shouldn't have said that, shouldn't have thought that, shouldn't have judged that, shouldn't have been critical of that. Whatever that category may be, we find ourselves sometimes we're tired and don't want to do things. We find ourselves needing to ask for forgiveness on a regular basis as believers, not just as sinners. Believers, I wish I can say this again loud, that as believers, we need to release our pride and ask for forgiveness every day for our shortcomings. And if you don't know that you have any shortcomings, you might want to ask your children, your spouse, or your girlfriends. Trust me, you have them. The third is asking God for a favor, or I would put it as asking for God's favor. Maybe you're going on a job interview today, and you're praying to get the job. But you also will pray for the Lord to give you favor to get this job favor in healing favor in increase right favor in your children's lives your grandchildren's lives I have had that experience one time when I thought that I should go back into corporate America and I was interviewing for this great job that I wanted and I really didn't hear the Lord say go back to corporate America But I was sitting there remembering how much money I made and I was focused on some days this could be rough being out here in ministry and oh, wouldn't it be nice to get a check every two weeks and et cetera, et cetera. Well, I asked for the Lord to give me favor. During the interview, the the Lord kind of and the Holy Spirit took over the interview. I went to interview with one of the executives and while I sat there, They asked me, was I a spiritual person? And who asked you that in an interview? Because he stated that he felt the atmosphere shift when I came in the room. And so in that moment, I was like, tone down the favor, Lord, turn down the favor. I want to get this job. Well, needless to say, the Lord was answering the prayer because I also prayed about should I go back to corporate. In the second part of the interview, um, people felt that, that the role was too small for me, that they sensed that I had a real um, global goal and a global voice to really go after something bigger than what they were offering. And man, the two hiring managers got into a debate about one limiting me versus one offering me the job there. And it was really, I had prayed for the Lord to give me an answer. I had prayed for favor as well. He gave me favor that day in many ways, in direction. But sometimes I was like, Lord, that wasn't the favor I wanted. So it doesn't always, but it was the wisest position. And the Lord was answering my question. Should I go back to to work in corporate or should I pursue and stay in ministry? I got the answer. It may not have been the exact one I wanted, but I did get favor in getting the answer. So favor can come in relationships, relationships. Reconciliation of marriages, favor can come in bringing peace into the household, favor can come in good health, of being recovering from sickness. So when we ask for God's favor, it can be in so many ways that we we don't need to limit it to one particular thing. Normally what we ask for, he does above and beyond what we can even imagine or hope for. So, and the last one I want to talk about is showing God gratitude, being grateful that when we see our prayers answered, when we see the health of our family and our bills are paid, and when we wake up in the morning, our household was safe, that we should have gratitude. So when people say to me they don't know what to pray, there are so many things that we can pray for, we can just praise God, you know, Easter um, just passed a week ago, praising God for dying on the cross and, you know, taking stripes upon his body so that I can live in his fullness and with power and with the Holy Spirit to guide me each and every day. There lies a plethora of things that I can praise Him for. Asking for forgiveness. I don't know about you, I could have a long list that I could make each week of things that I could have did better, or maybe I should have waited, maybe I should have prayed about it first, etc., etc., that we can ask for forgiveness. And asking God for favor. Every day, We leave our home. We want the favor of safety. We want the favor of the Lord's angels to be around about us, putting a hedge of protection, being covered by the blood of Jesus. And then lastly, as I mentioned, showing gratitude and being grateful for what we do have. You might say, Lisa, I don't have much. Be grateful for what you have, whether it's one penny, one dollar, or $1,000. We want to be grateful because the Lord will multiply our gratitude. So those are the four areas that when we're praying, the importance of our prayer life, it is look at it as a conversation with God. Don't look at it as, oh, I've got to quote all these scriptures. No, but if you want to to pray and use scriptures in your prayer by all means. It's a living word. It's God's word. It's God's promise. And many people want to cash in on God's promise. But what I remind them of, you have to have the life being lived to cash in the promise. You have to have bought the ticket of salvation and have been living it. It's not like the lotto you go and buy a ticket for a dollar and hope that you're going to win. You have to have a relationship with the Lord. And that takes seasoning to know that the power in your prayer and doing it every day, praying every day, multiple times a day. And sometimes it's not on your knees Sometimes it's sitting in the car at a stoplight. Sometimes it's at your desk at the job. Sometimes it's, for me, for I will tell you, the Lord speaks to me in the bathroom, in the shower. I used to always, I say to myself, is that the only moment where I'm not thinking of anything? The Lord, for whatever reason, the Lord talks to me in the restroom. I'm not even in prayer. But the Lord is talking back. And I will tell you, when you say, well, Lisa, what do you mean the Lord is talking back? You, when you're in that quiet place, you hear that still small voice. And for your journal today, I want you to try for yourself. Many of us hear God and we wonder, is that God or is that something else? When the Lord speaks, it always lines up with his word. But what I want you to do to practice for yourself in hearing God, in hearing, you have to make space for God. You have to have time for God. In any relationship, if you don't um, invest your time and energy in it, you don't get anything back. You can't just go to God with your problems and just think that, oh, He's just going to hear it. Even seasoned believers can pray for things for years before it happens. And sometimes you could pray for someone else or pray for yourself for something and it happens in a week. Whereas the thing you really want might take years or you might not get that answer. You might get a different answer. So I do want you to understand that when you have a relationship with God, you have trust and you put your trust in him. And when you have your trust in God and you send and discuss a prayer request with him, that doesn't mean you are guaranteed that that prayer is going to happen. But what I'll tell you is guaranteed that what you need and God's response to you in what you need is going to bring you success. It may not sound like what you want to hear. It may not be what was in your heart. But the Lord created you. And he knows exactly what you need. And that is the hardest thing for people to deal with in prayer. Because when people pray, they're praying out of their emotions. They're praying out of their feelings. and But not necessarily what is best for them. And when we say that we surrender and we humble ourselves before God and we say, Lord, we want you in our life. We want you to bless our life, rule our life and give us favor and give us, you know, victory and make us an overcomer and a conqueror and all those nice, great words. But the thing we need to lay down is that our dreams and our plans are greater than God's. That is a secret that we have to, which is hard to let go of. That his ways are better than my ways. His thoughts are higher than my thoughts. He knows me better than I know myself. He loves me better than anyone else. His desire for me to succeed and be successful is higher than mine and anyone else's. We have to believe the word. And that's why our prayer time allows us to talk to God. And it allows us to just, after after you pray, try to just sit for 30 minutes. Just sitting in silence before God. You could have some praise and worship music going behind you. But try to. To allow yourself to sit for 30 minutes. And I want you to journal what you believe that you got in those 30 minutes. You may get nothing for days. But I want you, along with that praying, that reading your word, and that sitting, I want you to give over your control to the Lord. I want you to make your prayer honest, real, and raw. The Lord is waiting for a deeper relationship with you. And he can only take you deeper and you can only see him and hear him in a deeper way. When you realize that you are not the master of your future, you're not the master of your fate, you're not wiser and you don't know what's best for you. And you tell God and you repent for believing that your way was the right way. And I promise you, your life will shift and change will happen and you will understand how to hear God. I don't, I normally hear God outside of my prayer time. I hear God because I'm trying to live a life before the Lord always. Not just on Sunday and not just during, um, before I pray and after I pray. And no, I am far from perfect and I make mistakes every day. But the Lord knows I try my best to be honest about it. And so I'll hear him talking to me. And you know what? The Lord knows when you're earnest about your interest. He likes sharing secrets. And it's not for the holy of holies. It's not for special people. It's for you. Every person hearing this, the Lord wanted you to hear today that he wants a deeper relationship. And he has great news and good news to share with you. And he wants you to seek him, to find it out, and to grow And be a mature Christian. The time for you to be on milk is over. It is time for you to move on to veggies and move on to meat. Because the Lord has work for you to do. He has people for you to impact. He has barriers for you to break. He has um, boulders for you to jump over. And for you to overcome and conquer your fears Your doubts and that low self-esteem and even areas of shame, he wants to break that off your life. And in your prayer time and in your reading of the word, you're going to fill yourself with life and words that are living and breathing. And it is going to diminish the worry, the doubt, the fear and the shame. And in your prayer life is going to feed your body. It's going to be like living bread. And so I want to encourage you to take hold of what was discussed today. And know that a prayer warrior is in you. Because a prayer warrior gets results. And the Lord wants you to be results oriented. And he's waiting for you. He loves you. God bless you and you have an awesome day.